0: This is Bill Owen. This is only uh, podcast number two. We started the other day talking about old-time radio programs, and that's an endless subject. You can go on and on. We talked about The Lone Ranger and Jack Benny and uh, The Shadow, of course, many others. In fact, uh, of all the programs from the old days, a lot of young people, of course, are not aware of, of many of the shows, but everybody seems to remember or have heard about The Lone Ranger or The Shadow, those two. But uh, we'll be talking more about other radio programs. We talked about Jack Benny, Bob Hope. Uh, we, we could have talked about Red Skelton, uh, and some of the more obscure ones, obscure comedians, like Joe Penner or Al Pierce and his gang. Al Pierce played that uh, salesman, Elmer Blurt. And he used to knock at a door. He was a shy salesman. He'd say, "Nobody home. I hope. I hope. I hope." <laughs> kind of a contradiction to be a shy salesman. But uh, we'll be we'll be doing a lot more old time radio today. I thought we'd talk about Hollywood and some of the great movie actors and actresses of that era. And uh, I was asking somebody the other day about the cowboys of movies and television. And which ones are the uh, are the most famous? And what would you say? Everybody has an opinion. There's no right and wrong. Well, who's the greatest of all the old movie cowboys? Well, you could have quite an argument over that. I, I think it would boil down to two or three. Maybe maybe you would say the Lone Ranger, but I would put Hopalong Cassidy at the top of the list. He had such a profound effect on youngsters growing up in the 30s 40s and 50s. He set a standard for westerns make a strong case for his being number one but then you could also argue about the Lone Ranger what an effect he had on young radio audiences beginning back in 1933. They were both so successful in merchandising things from lunch boxes to clothing Hoppy, by the way, was played by just one actor in all 66 films. I think I saw all 66. I'd go Saturday afternoon to the Bijou, and my mother would give me 16 cents, 11 cents for the ticket, 5 cents for candy caramels. Mm -hmm. Sit there, and uh, they would last sometimes through the double feature. William Boyd. He, He had been a silent film actor, he was he was not in the best of times when casting came along for Hopalong Along Cassidy. And he was supposed to be a villain. That was what the part he was trying out for. But he convinced the producers, let him try out for the lead. And it, it worked. He had a great, great voice, one of the great voices of Hollywood. And uh, the character Hoppy always wore a, a black hat to match his dark clothing. That was unusual because early on the... Uh, The bad guys wore the black hats and the good guys wore the white hats. But uh, he also was in comic strips and on radio, just like the Lone Ranger. He started out in 1935. And Hoppy was a different kind of character uh, early on. He was just a tough, crude cowboy. And uh, a lot of cursing and so on. But uh, as uh, on the movie version, why uh, Hoppy was... Was quite different. He was really a clean-cut character. He, he didn't, he didn't hobble along with a limp, as the original Hoppy did in the in the books and so on. He he was shot in the leg supposedly, and always had that little limp. Consequently, he was hop along. Anyway, Boyd bought the rights to his own movies, and uh, when television came along, they were looking for for Phil literally and uh, boy that that satisfied the appetite for western so he made a, quite a fr- quite a fortune by selling his rights to the movies uh, hop along to television well there were a lot of other western stars of course uh, Tom Mix was my older brother's favorite cowboy Tom Mix with the Ralston Straight shooters oh yeah he was he was wonderful my own favorite early on was Gene Autry, the first of the major singing cowboys. And what was his horse's name? Everybody knows Knows uh, Lone Ranger's horse was Silver. And uh, what was Hopalong Cassidy's horse? Let's see. Yeah, Hopalong Cassidy's horse, Topper. Oh, he was wonderful. My brother Jack always... Always liked Hopalong Cassidy. He also liked Buck Jones, who who also happened to have a horse named Silver. Buck Jones died as quite a quite a hero, helping people during the the that horrible fire in Boston, the Coconut Grove. You don't think of a of a cowboy being at a nightclub in Boston, but uh, that's where he was on that fateful night. Roy Rogers. Everybody seems to know Trigger a great horse, and uh, oh, Johnny Mac Brown, another of the great Cowboys. He was a, a sensational football star at the University of Alabama. He, he was a star in one of the Rose Bowl games for Alabama and went on to a fabulous movie career. One of my favorites was Hoot Gibson, kind of obscure, right? And uh, Ken Maynard, I guess the earliest of the famous cowboys was William S. Hart. Oh, there there were a bunch of others. There was uh, Dick Ferran, There was Wild Bill Hickok. There was Rex Allen, Tim McCoy, Herb Jeffries, the great black singer was also uh, a great star in uh, westerns. And uh, they had what they you know, segregated theaters in those days. And uh, Herb Jeffries was frequently the featured star in a Western, those theaters. Well, there were a lot of great people out in Hollywood. And how about how about the king? You know, who, well, of course, young people would say the king. Oh, that was Elvis Presley. But long before Elvis came along, Clark Gable was known as the king of Hollywood. He, he made so many movies, a couple every year, at a tremendous rate, and all good top-quality A-movies. So I guess if you were making a list of the top movie actors of all time, my tendency to put Clark Gable at the top. Uh, I've got so many other favorites. Cary Grant, what a wonderful, versatile actor. He could play anything. Super sophisticated. My favorite line, I think it was the movie Charade with Audrey Hepburn. And he's saying goodnight to her, and and Audrey says to him, you know what's wrong with you, and... He says, What? Nothing, she says. <laughs> I thought that was just great. Who remembers Spencer Tracy? All those movies, uh, all the movies he made with Catherine Hepburn, his real life amour, inamorata. There was Edward G. Robinson, one of the greatest character actors of all time. Frederick March, kind of forgotten today by. Audiences, but in his prime, he was one of the greats. Paul Muni, another, another, has kind of been forgotten, and Robert Donat, in the original Mr. Chips, and Goodbye, Mr. Chips. I think James Stewart is well remembered today, as is uh, Orson Welles, and perhaps Charles Lawton. Oh, just think of all the great stars Lawrence Olivier, Claude Rains. Wallace Beery, Tyrone Power, James Cagney, Ronald Reagan. Can't forget, he was a major star. Errol Flynn, Marlon Brando, Humphrey Bogart, John Wayne. I think everybody admired John Wayne in those days. Randolph Scott, Clint Eastwood, Don Amici, James Mason, Peter O'Toole. How about the Barrymore family? John, Lionel, Ethel. Ray Malan, Walter Pigeon, George Raft, Henry Fonda. Each one of those kind of conjures up an image of of a career doesn't it? Alan Ladd, William Powell, and the other Powell, Dick Powell, no relation, of course. And as you know, there was an Eleanor Powell, a great dancer. Oh, we remember Van Johnson, Van Heflin, the two Vans, Fred McMurray, Burgess Meredith, Lon Cheney. And Lon Chaney, Jr., Lon Chaney, the man of a thousand faces in the silence. And along came Lon Chaney, Jr., his son. And at one point, he was believed to have been in more movies than any other actor. He's, he was in so many westerns, but he was in horror films. He was a constant appearance on the screen. Paul Henry, Ward Bond, Dennis Morgan. Isn't it amazing when you start listing them, how many there were your tendency to say, "Well, I can name, I can name the top actors," but it, the list goes on and on. It's endless. One of my favorites was Robert Taylor, Nelson Eddy, the King of Corn. Some people would say, but a, a tremendous performer. He was often on uh, Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy's program as a baritone. John Gilbert, one of the original leading men of Hollywood. Basil Rathbone, you know what role he owned. He owned that role of Sherlock Holmes. Nobody has ever come close to playing it as well as he did. Another probably underrated actor of that era is Edward Arnold. He played leads and character actors. There was Walter Houston, Maurice Chevalier, some of the younger ones like James Dean, Michael Caine, Tony Randall. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Anthony Hopkins, John Voight. How about going back in time again to uh, to Raymond Massey, or Robert Mitchum, or Charlton Heston? Oh, so many wonderful, wonderful movie actors, and we we can't overlook the great movie actresses of that era. Now, who is the who is the most important, or best known, or greatest, any way you want to phrase it? of the movie actresses. Well, I have a nomination. Her name is Katherine Hepburn. And uh, she, had, uh, she had 12 nominations as Best Actress. Think of that, 12 of them. And four of them brought her an Oscar. She won an Oscar in 1933 for Morning Glory, for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner in 67, The Lion in Winter in 68, and in 1981, on Golden Pond, starring with Henry Fonda. Well, you got to bring Betty Davis in close. A lot of people didn't appreciate her, but few would deny that she was a, a great, great actress. And she almost got the role as Scarlett O'Hara in Gone with the Wind, but the fact that uh, earlier she had played Jezebel, uh, the, the character, the title actress... And that it was somewhat similar to uh, Gone with the Wind, so that that took her out of the running. But she came very close, as did Susan Hayward, to being Scarlett O'Hara. There was Claudette Colbert. There was Louise Reiner. Reiner, I believe you'd pronounce it. Austrian actress. There was Greer Garson, the Irish actress. Vivian Lee, we just referred to her as Scarlett O'Hara. The, the sisters, Joan Fontaine and... Olivia de Havilland, Ingrid Bergman, Barbara Stanwyck, Deborah Carr, Anne Southern. Isn't it wonderful, the memories that we have, each one again conjuring up a beautiful image on screen. Who was America's sweetheart? Remember that one? Mary Pickford. It was interesting, because Mary was a a wonderful actress, starting as a child and continuing. She played childlike roles even as she grew up. But she was deathly afraid of microphones when she was first on radio, and so NBC had a special microphone they designed for her, so to quell her nerves and the fear of being on radio. It was disguised as a lamp, and once uh, they put that in front of her, she she was able to perform. Oh, the it girl! Remember the it girl, Clara Bow. Oh, there was Carol Landis, who died tragically so young in her 20s. Gloria Swanson, Marlena Dietrich. But uh, I'll I'll stick with Katherine Hepburn, perhaps, as the, the greatest of all the old movie actresses. Well, here we've done a little more reminiscing and went from radio to movies, and who knows where we'll go next time. This is Bill Owen signing off podcast number two. Okay, that was kind of fun. Well, let's see if you got it. But <laughs> oops.